it's Emily Williams here, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is an incredible coaching episode with a real life student named Don Kennedy, and it's entitled How to Remove the Safety Switch in Your Life and Business. Now, Don is a financial coach and an incredible member of our I Heart My Life mastermind. And today she's bringing her own personal question to the show, and I'm supporting her with a real life coaching session. The point of all of this is to support you in making huge shifts in your life and business as well. So as you're listening to Dawn share her story and what's coming up for her in her own life, really take that information and apply it to your life. What I find is whatever is personal is universal. And so I'm sure you're going to resonate with what is coming up for Dawn and use it to help you remove your own safety switch in your life and business. So let's dive in. This episode is sponsored by the iHeart Coaching Workshop. This is a two-day experience for new and aspiring coaches looking to build a thriving online coaching business. So I'm going to be joined by my whole team, giving you all the information you need for discovering who your ideal client is, designing your offer, high performance tips so that you can go to the next level in your life, in your business, getting clear on what it is that you actually want in your life, in your business, the marketing strategies that are working right now online, and of course, money mindset, which is one of my biggest specialties. We're also going to talk about sales and the way in which you can ramp up your sales goals and reach some new clients and finally achieve those revenue goals. So go to iheartcoaching.com to learn more about this workshop happening on September 16th and 17th, 2020. And I'll look forward to seeing you there. All right, Don, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here. I am so excited to be here. Thank you. Amazing. So what is your question for me today that we can dive into to be able to support you? So it's around mindset, which of course you do a lot of great work with. And this is maintaining that mindset that as things are progressing through, how do you catch yourself and bring yourself back um, and keep your mindset work moving forward? So can you give me a specific example of what you're getting tripped up with or moments where you feel like you're not able to bring yourself back? So it's, it feels sometimes like I'm able to get into the groove and, you know, I do really well for a couple of days or a week and then something will happen and I'll kind of like not be able to get right back to, let's say, into my, my mindset in that day, right? So getting back to it, having a good one um, and being able to say, you know, things are going great and always being positive. And I know there's some bounce back ability things in there, but I find that it's getting better, but I still feel like with the work that I've been doing, maybe it should be better than that. Maybe it should be more than um, what it is now. Is there some sort of pattern that happens? As you said, something will happen. So is it uh, something doesn't go right in business or you have a, a fight with Mike or what is it that normally occurs? So typically it's either something around business or I will be expecting something um, or I'll get an email that just doesn't go the way that, it, that I was expecting. So a lot of it is business. Some of it, though, I think I end up reading things a couple times, um, you know, if I get an unexpected email that's maybe not the best news. So right. it's typically, you know, during the day around business time, but it isn't always directly related to the business. 
Okay. So, I mean, first of all, we're going to celebrate the fact that, like you said, your bounce back ability is much stronger. So meaning that when things happen, you do tend to bounce back quicker than you would have previously. So that's a huge um, positive there. And of course, all of us would like to feel positive. We would like to be unaffected by certain things that happen, but that's obviously not always the case because we're not robots. Um, But I understand what it is that you are craving here. So it sounds like a lot of this is around expectations. So you hope that something works out with a client or you expect a different response or you know, expect the day to go in a certain direction. Do you feel that that's accurate? That's very accurate. It is probably all around my expectations. Wow. Okay. What's coming up for you? Um. I think what's coming up right now, what I'm, what I'm really feeling right now is where is that balance between having high expectations, demanding excellence, um, but then tempering that, knowing that business is cyclical and dynamic and it changes and not every day is going to be a great day. Um, that, well, let's take a look at that. Yeah, that just hit me between the eyes. So it is me setting myself up in a way is what it felt like, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, it does. Exactly. So um, I guess we're done here. We can just turn this off. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, So what happens for all of us who are driven is that, of course, we have goals. Of course, we have expectations. And then the moment where, like you said, you get the email or something happens where the sale doesn't go through or there's a conversation that you don't want to have that has to be had, you know, that brings us down a notch. And what we have to recognize is, like you said, business is cyclical and we are on this journey that ultimately we can't control. We can control ourselves and our responses, but for example, no one knew that COVID was going to happen. That's completely out of our control. We can't do anything about that, but we can choose the response that we have to the situation and how we show up. And so one of the best things that my husband in particular has actually always taught me is to have the ability to look at the challenges with grace and with gratitude and with an understanding that they're actually positives helping us in some way. And this is, again, something that I'm definitely a work in progress on as well. But when you said, you know, that there are good days and bad days, what if even on the quote bad days, those are actually good days because they're moving you in a certain direction or they're creating strength or they're providing a different perspective? How would it feel to flip the switch on what you consider a bad day? Right. Yeah. Looking at them, um, for, I guess, the lesson that's in them rather than for the things that I didn't feel went the the way I wanted them to. Right. Because I feel like even if we look back, you know, I obviously know a lot of your, your story. Are there things where, or even days where it was incredibly challenge, challenging and you were down on your knees or crying or whatever? Were there days like that where looking back, it was actually a positive or it helped you have awareness or it developed some sort of strength within you? Can you identify any of those days? I can. I can. Yeah. Um, definitely there were times where... I didn't know what the next day was going to hold. And sometimes it sounds crazy, but it kept me grounded. Um, Even the days that I didn't feel real great about how things were moving, 
by being able to, I guess, step back from that and have the crying or have the, um, I guess the day of reflection, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, it it does keep you grounded sometimes when I, I I mean, looking back, I can definitely see that. So tell me what you mean about being grounded. Um, so sometimes we can get a runaway train with our thoughts and I I don't know if I'm the only one on the planet that has that happen, (laughs) but you know, good things can be going on. And again, you're having this expectation, this anticipation that all things are good, or it can go the other way. And you can be having, um, I used to believe, honestly believe this, the, this idea that bad things happened in threes. I was raised that way. Um, and so it was always this thing where if one thing happened, you'd be looking for the other two and, you know, being able to stay grounded means that you're not in either of those two camps. You're not looking for the other two to drop. And you're also not looking for it to be pie in the sky, rosy, um, and getting yourself worked up to a point where, you know, you can't recover if something happens. Okay. So here's what I'm identifying, Don, that might also play into some of the financial questions that you have. Mm -hmm. So it seems, and you can tell me if I'm completely off base here, but it seems that you actually have a way of moving through life where you seek out something to ground you. It's almost like it's like a safety where things can't get too good because that's not a safe place. So I need to bring myself back to reality, to this homeostasis where nothing's too good and nothing's too bad because that's safe. Yeah, you nailed it. Right. Which is so interesting. So when what I'm saying here is not that this challenge is designed to ground you. This challenge is designed to make you greater. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What's coming up for you? So when you're, when you're in it, it's hard to see that. Exactly. It is. And one of the things that is going to be game changing for you and was for me to be able to see, you know, they all say the silver lining, be able to see the silver lining while you're in it. Right. To look for it. Yep. Right. And one of the things that actually I learned very recently Um, I was reading uh, Kevin Hart's book called Decisions, and he was saying that he began to take on the perspective of, wow, if things are really challenging right now, what am I being prepared for? The greater the challenge, the greater preparation for what's to come. And he adopted that mindset of, if I'm struggling right now, that must mean there's something really amazing on the other side because I'm being created, I'm being developed into this person who can handle anything. And he actually said he has the perspective of, the more you can handle in terms of struggle, challenge, even failure, the more you're going to be able to handle your success. And that perspective was like a light bulb for me as well, because so often we, we do look at challenge as something that's negative, 
But when we start to turn it, on, turn it on its head and look at it in a different way, and we're able to see the power of it in the moment, even if it feels icky, right? But working out, damaging your muscles to essentially rebuild them stronger, that feels icky too. But we all look at that as a positive. We know we're getting that strength that we're craving. And it's the same thing in those everyday moments that aren't there to ground us, but they're there to make us stronger so that we can actually be better and achieve more. Yeah. Well, this, this just kind of tied right into those expectations I have that throw me off a little bit here and there as I'm always expecting almost like I have to, I'm expecting that no matter what happens, I have to find a way to fit it into, you know, this right and left limits, if you will. Um, where I feel grounded. I mean, that, that sounds like that could be a huge reason why I do, you know, get thrown off, so to speak, is because it, it challenges my limits, my right and left where I feel safe, mm-hmm. um, which would be my expectation because I've trained myself to stay, you know, going forward in this narrow path where, you know, there's success and stuff, but maybe there's only so much or, um, yeah, huge. Right. So let's apply this to money and to success. If you have this kind of set point where you crave being grounded, you crave the homeostasis, you don't want to go too far without reeling yourself back in. What do you think that does for your bank account? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I always, I always make enough. I always cover enough. I always, I believe in abundance and everything, but that next level, you know, has been a little bit elusive. And I think it's because I will pull back um, once I have kind of crossed whatever that threshold is or that line is that I think I need, or I think I have to do this time. So um, I will stop doing some of the things maybe, and it's not intentional, but looking back, I can see that, you know, Oh, okay. So I've got this many people in the program. So I no longer have to keep doing the webinars. For example, um, I will stop those things. Yeah. And this is, this is something that a lot of people come up with. It's like we, it's, and it's almost like you create a new set point as well. So you do one thing really well for a while and that's great. Okay. So now we can take our foot off the gas and we either go back or we stay in the same place and we never actually forge ahead. And so your body and your mind and, and your subconscious have been brought up to crave that, that grounding and your grounding is at a certain place. Uh-huh. And so right now we want to think about what it would look like to push those boundaries and to consistently go to the next level and to strive for that. And not in a way that's stressful, but just to know that you don't have to bring yourself back down. And when something is working, like, great, let's kick it up a notch. Let's keep moving forward. Let's figure out how it was working and how we magnify it, how we two times it, five times it, 10 times it, instead of going back to that safety zone. Right. This is so um, interesting because I have read, you know, The Big Leap and and all these other things. And those books have resonated with me. But I always thought it was, you know, because I'm being open-minded and I have been doing the mindset work. But this seems like almost the safety switch um, is deeper than I thought it was. 
because this is in my gut right now that we're talking about this. I mean, I really felt it down in my gut, not, not just in the mindset work, but literally like I have to get in there and figure out what is the safety switch? How do I get rid of it? Well, okay. You tell me what is your gut telling you is going to make a difference? I just, I, well, the first thing I need to do is I need to put away all my expectations for, for my days and things so that I can't get thrown off. Um, no, let me, let me help you here. So I love setting intentions and getting clear around what the opportunity or the day or the moment or the meeting or the experience will, will bring about for you. Right. And then you release it. Because we don't know exactly how we're going to get somewhere. We can have a strategy, but at the same time, there have been so many twists and turns in your life and in my life that we could have never predicted that ended up getting us to where we want it to be or where we need it to be, right? Life always gives us what we um, need, maybe not what we want, but what we need. And so there are certain things that, in my opinion, are out of our control and we don't always know are going to be the thing that we need. And so I would love to see you be setting ex- setting those intentions, right? And then you let it go and you release it. And you say, you know what? I know that this is my purpose. I know that this is what I'm meant to do in my company. I know that that money is available for me. And I'm not going to be attached to the how. I'm not going to be attached to every email that comes in. I'm going to look for the silver lining. I'm going to look for the positive, the way in which I'm getting stronger. Um, But I'm not going to let anything throw me off. I'm going to choose to respond in a certain way that is in full trust of what I know I'm meant for. Right. And I know I've asked you this before. If you were in full trust of what you knew you were meant for, would you ever worry? No, I I wouldn't worry. I I don't know that I necessarily do a lot of worrying now because I do have and I have developed especially being in the program with you, I have developed a lot more trust than when I started and belief um, and I understand now, you know, the, the belief has to be there, it has to be grounded. And it's not about the thinking, it's, it's about what you believe and making actions to your beliefs. So that has been grounded. And I think a lot of the worrying has gone away. Um, the one thing I can say, though, just right, running this through my head is, again, I think it circles also back to I want to do this right. I want to do it the right way. Um, I want things to go well, you know, and again, I think that at the very core comes down to this internal safety switch that I've got somewhere that I really, um, it looks like from what we're talking about, that's driving the train. Mm -hmm. That is, that is the reason why, um, you know, things are going the way they're going or um, I'm getting thrown off or whatever. It's, It's because of this switch and I need to figure out, really how to either dismantle it or how to kind of quiet it down a little bit. Um, because with all the mindset work and all the mantras and doing the money mindset work and those other things, I believe, I really do believe, but I have known for a little bit that there's a block somewhere. I didn't realize that that block really is probably something 
that I, I just, I haven't even been aware of. Like it hasn't even occurred to me that I'm, I'm trying to stay safe, which everyone could say might be a positive thing, being, trying to stay safe. Um, but in this case, this is not helping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't helping at all. Uh, that's, that's huge. Uh, wow. That's huge. It's not being helpful. So that safety switch, do you know, can you look back and have an awareness of when you kind of hit that on? I'm pretty sure it was around Mike's accident okay. because we can only control so many things, but we also, um, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, we're not going to do this again. Right. So we're going to make sure that everything we do going forward, that we're not going to end up, you know, in a crisis like this or have any of these types of financial issues or have any of these, you know, family issues. Um, you know, that accident really did rock us to our core. And I think I can almost guarantee that's when the switch was hardwired. Okay. And like I said, I feel it in my gut right now. Like I know that's what this is. It is in my gut that it's about safety. It's about security. Security mm-hmm. is an even better word, I think. Okay. And so right now, what are you, so what are you in your mind feeling represents insecurity? I think not knowing how things are going to work, right? So we have to get rid of that cursed how, but you know, when, when you're want a sense of security, you kind of want to know the details. And I think sometimes I struggle to let go of the outcome or not be attached, not, um, you know, again, why, why would you, I guess, stop working when you had quote air quotes enough for something when you really truly desire and believe there's more for you, but you're putting the brakes on. And this is just all kind of rushing into my head as we're talking now. I hadn't seen any of this before, Um, but it's, it's interesting. I do believe it is something wrapped around the house in that I don't want to do things that I don't know the outcome is going to be good or that it's going to be a positive thing, which probably doesn't sound, it probably sounds a little crazy that it's, you know, you take risks and you do things in business. But to be honest with you, as I'm thinking back, I don't take a lot of risk. I do things that I know are going to do well, or I don't do them. And that's got to be that security switch. It has to be. I work with I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and they take risks and they, they work with me and we do things that are crazy and it works and I don't do it for myself. Oh my God. I don't do it for myself. Wow. Yeah. You're amazing, Don. And I just want to champion you right here because this work, I, I understand what's coming up for you, but you get to decide how you move forward. You get to decide that you will be the person to take risks. And I'm on the outside looking in at you, Dawn. You do take risks. But let's look at what next level Dawn would do if she turned off the safety switch and removed the, the need for security. What would she be doing? Right. Yeah. I, when um, we did our VIP day together, I came up with a visibility plan. And I've been sticking to that plan exactly. But I haven't done anything more than that plan. 
And it includes so many Instagram stories and IGTV, so many Facebook, like just exactly getting me more visible than I was before. But I haven't done anything above and beyond that plan, which seems really silly because there's plenty of more time in the day and I could be doing webinars and some other things to get the message out there if I wasn't so afraid that it would take me outside of, of my safety, my comfort zone. Right. And it sounds like there's a, a big need for a guarantee. Yeah, that's very true. So what if you allowed yourself to experiment more and to follow your instincts? You know, you and I have worked together for a while and you have a very, um, you love to have strategy and know that it's going to work, but in business, not everything is a one size fits all approach. And so what we've been working on is really helping you tap into what your intuition is calling you to do and what your gut is telling you to do and what you know you're meant for. And so I think this is another example of, like you said, you have so many expectations around the process and you want to know something's going to work, but we, we just don't have guarantees in everything that we do, at least not in that you know, exact moment. Like I believe that you are meant for something big and massive, just like I am, but I don't know exactly when it's going to happen for you or for me in the exact way that we want it to. I don't have a crystal ball, but that doesn't mean that we don't keep showing up and we don't keep pushing the boundaries and stretching ourselves and going to the next level. Right. I think one thing that I have really worked on this year that's been good is not needing to necessarily have the, um, I would call it the vision, like having to see it before you take a step. I'm getting a little bit better about just getting up and saying, okay, you know what? So many people have said this works. I'm going to see if it works for me and doing things without having to, I'm not spending as much time as as a watcher if that makes mm-hmm. sense, seeing yeah. how, how that works for everybody else. That has been a huge change, but I still thinking now right in front of you, I am still watching a lot more than I'm actually jumping in and doing. It's a great awareness. And I want you to use this for good because you have a tendency to be hard on yourself. I want you to use this for good and we're peeling back the layers all the time. It's not a, you know, deep dive in one program and then you're done. We're peeling back the layers. So you've uncovered something that will help you get to the next level. So we want to be excited about it and use it for good and use it to inspire us. Absolutely. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is really amazing. I, I didn't realize You know, sometimes it's very easy to say, maybe it's not my time, but you know what? I can honestly see where I wouldn't say I'm sabotaging. I'm just not playing full out. If that makes any sense. It does. And I want you after this session to take a look at where that comes from. So who I know that the accident helped create, um, it it might've created an additional safety switch for you, but I know that there are multiple safety switches that have been developed since childhood. Was there somebody in your life who was more addicted to being safe, didn't want to take risks, didn't want to put themselves out there? Oh yeah. So, um, my mom and my stepdad particularly were ones in an early childhood educator who was very, um, you know, liked things to be a certain way. And 
didn't take any risk at all. <laughs> she didn't do anything unless she knew full out that it was going to be a for sure thing. And um, my stepdad spent 47 years in the publishing industry working for trade magazines where they would go twice a year and they would see the new technologies coming out. And then he would write about them for a year. Then they would, repeat, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. Um, neither of them took any risks. They're not entrepreneurial. They, they, you know, were very hardworking, but nobody in my family was a risk taker. Um, and my brothers and sisters too. I mean, they look at me as kind of the odd duck sometimes because I have, you know, a supervisor at UPS and another teacher and a nurse and, you know, they, none of them are risk takers. Every one of them hedges uh, before they'll make a decision to do something. They're all very, um, you know, very conservative with their risks that way. Got it. So yeah. I'm, so this goes really deep. It, it does. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of the trailblazer, I guess, if you will. <laughs> right. And, and you are, and there's still a part of you though, that wants to be connected to the family lineage and the way in which things are done and remain in that safe place. So every single day, it's your job to be on high alert for when your mind is trying to bring you back there. And like you said, you're, you didn't even know it until now. Sometimes we think we're showing up as all in but it's a, a little tweak that makes all the difference. And honestly, like we all have this where we go to the next level and then all of a sudden we bring ourselves back because the mind goes into fear whether we recognize it or not. So your job is to be super aware. Yeah, definitely. Awesome, Don. How is this session for you? Um, amazing, amazing. And, and a little convicting in a way because I, I do see that there are places I'm not playing full out, but I didn't see that before and and it's it's very interesting to uncover this um and again it's it's a gut thing kind of like deciding in your gut instead of in your head this is a gut thing that i know i need to sit down and really marinate in this and figure out how to either create some kind of system so that if i start to see certain things i'll know to push past it because being aware is great i i as you know, I like strategy. So I'll, I'll got to figure out how to make sure that now that I'm aware of it, I'm getting a handle on it, even if it takes a little while to make it permanent. Yeah. So I have a suggestion for you. If you, when you're making your strategy or when you're working with us within the mastermind, really ask yourself, is this, you know, Dawn at her current, um, level of success or is this Dawn 4.0 or 10.0 or whatever? Like how would that person be showing up today? And you can be asking yourself that as you're mapping out future strategy, daily strategy, thinking about the action that you're taking, the visibility, really channel that woman who is all in. And it could even be you a week from now, two months from now, six months from now, and ask yourself, how would she be showing up? Yeah. Great, Don. Thank you so much for your vulnerability and for your time and for just inspiring everyone who's listening. I hope you loved today's episode. Don was super honest and vulnerable and raw with you. And I so appreciate her time and her energy. I'm sure you do as well. If you have a question for me, we'd love to know what it is. I might answer it live on the podcast or even invite you to ask it personally and do a one-on-one coaching session with me. So go ahead and email us at info at iheartmylife.com with your question and we'll be in touch with the next steps. 
So until next time, I'm Emily Williams. Thank you for being a part of the I Heart My Life show. If you know anyone who needs this episode, definitely send it their way. And I'll talk to you soon. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.